Greetings, and welcome to Broken Boxes Podcast. This summer, I had the opportunity to sit down with twin sisters, Sydney and Haley Jimenez, as they rounded out a two-year stint at the Archie Bray Foundation for Ceramic Arts. We sat down in the Bray's library to recap on life and art just a couple weeks before they headed back to Chicago to continue the next chapter in their creative practice. The sisters shared about their upbringing and how growing up with mixed heritage in a mostly white community revealed that art can be a tool for nourishment and survival. They reflected on how attending the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, they finally found their reflection in the BIPOC student body. And we learned how Sydney began her clay practice, eventually landing on ceramics by utilizing Syac's large kilns. Haley shares her journey into her practice of hand-drawn animation, providing her the skills she utilizes today through large-scale drawings and works on clay. The artists share how they respectively work with the figure and storytelling, each drawing from identity and representation in an autobiographical nature. The sisters explain how they maintain a practice rooted in DIY culture, making clothes and other accessible pieces as hands, H and S, along with their more formal artworks. As they round out their journey at the Bray, the sisters reflect on their time in Montana, and we chat about the American clay world and how historically there has been a lack of diversity and representation. We also touch on the gap between the clay and craft markets and the fine art market, and we chat about how the sisters inform each other creatively through collaboration while maintaining their own aesthetic and diverse practices. Sydney produces large-scale figurative work and Haley carves on clay, complementing her active drawing practice and tattoo trade. As we end our conversation, the sisters remind us to take time and nourish our bodies and minds as we push to make space in the world for our communities to thrive creatively. Menace to society. So here we are. Um, Sydney and Haley. Haley and Sydney. Sydney and Haley. Haley and Sydney. <laughs> yeah, thank you for having us. And so you all are why don't you just go ahead and tell me who you are, mm-hmm. where you come from, and how you started making, how mm-hmm. you got into being artists. And I'll mm-hmm. just let, like, maybe, Haley, you can start, and we can flow over, or however you all want to yeah. go. Go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, were born in Orlando, and then we moved to Georgia, like, kind of more of a rural area in Georgia, um, around, like, elementary school. And, um, yeah, I think kind of that switch in like, you know, going to like school in like a downtown Orlando and then um, moving to such a rural place. It was majority white and like very like, um, how to describe it? Kind of like it was like rednecks and stuff. You know, it I mean, was like, like a cultural like, yeah. like clash in our brains, like yeah. trying to. Like, Especially so young. <laughs> and, and like, I, I think a lot of people are like, oh, like, you don't have Southern accents, you're from Georgia. I think that's like why, because we felt such like a, uh, like, such, like such outsiders, you know, like mm-hmm. living in, you know, growing up in that, in these areas. And like, we grew up in a trailer park, and I feel like there's like, 
the misconceptions with that and like class. connotations. Yeah, mm -hmm. class that comes with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. But then, um, but I, you know, I, we do have a lot of like really close, like, you know, BIPOC friends, you know, like we, that we eventually met like in Chattanooga and stuff like that, like who I still to this day, like, have known since like you know high school and we still hang out with which is really mm -hmm. very like helped us a lot i mean it also helps that it was two of us you know in that situation mm -hmm. um so i think yeah, yeah well i, I think some some people are are like wow how are you guys so close and and like mm. have yeah. like this practice like um like in tandem and also together but also separate and i'm like i'm pretty sure that was a big part because like mm -hmm. like in growing up somewhere because um, we didn't grow up with the the side of my family that we look like. We grew up with my mom's side of the family, and they're like, they're all white. So mm -hmm. I mean, so I'm half white. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just putting that out. Yeah. There. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it can get complicated when yeah, you come from different heritages. Right. <laughs> but we don't present as white, so mm -hmm. we kind of didn't really feel much apart. Or is it was, it was it's, it's complicated. Of, I mean, yeah, it's all I, complicated. I think there like, okay, was just a lot of like ostracization from like that side of the family, maybe unintentionally or intentionally. Like I, I don't, you know, it's hard yeah. to gauge. Mm -hmm. I think we've cut a lot of that side off just because of various comments and like you know views points that you know were just like, like arguments at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm like yeah. A, yeah. like yeah. political like stuff. I'm like, can we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even um. Even my mom was talking about like her grandfather, like whenever um, she got pregnant with, you know, by my father who was Dominican and black, like he was like, I'm not gonna touch you, like you're tainted, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Very, you know, which is weird. And then she was like, kind of like turning it to be like, oh, but then once he held you guys, like he Making changed. Making it an anecdote or something. Yeah, yeah, he changed and like loved, like loved you and like it accepted me back and it's just like, Wow. That just kind of, you know, me, my automatic response was like, you let him hold us? Like, what if he threw us or something? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you know, and then it's like, also like, um, wow. Like, yeah. the, like the scapegoat of like, oh, but you're like, we're the good ones because we're blood related to you. So, you know, it's like, you know, kind of like dealing with that, uh, those things too. Boinks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a lot of trust issues early on mm -hmm. with like, oh, where sure. do I fit in? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's funny because we did go through like an emo alt phase, and I still you can kind of tell it in our style now. You know, what <laughs> like, I mean? and I feel like a bit, yeah, what's yeah, up, yeah. color hair, yeah, like all baddie. You know, <laughs> I think it, you know, I mean, that's kind of stuff from just feeling that like ostracization so young. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's uh, interesting. But, but we've always drawn like since I feel like all kids start yeah, drawing, yeah, like, yeah. like painting yeah. and stuff, and we just say kept. We just kept making art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a big part of it too was like, um, uh, yeah, like having something to get your mind off of things. You know what I mean? Just kind of like the escapism of being like, I'm gonna draw, like these, I don't know, vampires or <laughs> yeah, whatever. create like, your own yeah. reality. Yeah, a way to like kind of escape those that not fitting in or yeah. And that's I I can't I can and I can't imagine how complicated it is to not feel like you fit into a place that you inhabit 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like how if art and drawing and stuff was was an escape for you um, what about your relationship to each other? You were saying that that's maybe why you're so close. Did yeah. you find yourself just gravitating towards right. each other? Yeah, totally. It's kind of like oh 
I, I'm not relating to some of these people like around me. me. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, like you're what's the only up, person man? that looks like me. You like, actually get it. Yeah. Like, you get what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, a large part of it, too, is, like, you know, that class thing. Like, we, like, in, in Florida, like, me, my mom, and sister, uh, Cindy, we, like, all shared a room. Mm-hmm. And, like, my brother had his own room because of, like, Florida laws. Like, like boy, like, brothers and sisters can't share a room. And then, you know, in we moved to Georgia, we're, like, you know, uh, also sharing a room and, like, sharing clothes and sharing, you know. So I think at that certain point, it's, like, either we learn to live with it and, like, get close, or we, like, hate each other, you know, because because we're sick of, like, sharing all these things. But I think, luckily, we lean more towards... (laughs) Like, sharing a, so a, symbi- a symbiotic yeah I'm like once in a while mm, no. well that's the beautiful yeah. thing about yeah. siblings is like yeah. no matter how hard you can hate on each other there's like oh, I love you though right. yeah. <laughs> totally. yeah. like, we're good right yeah yeah it's interesting too because you know I grew up with a brother I don't know if you know, I don't know what uh-uh. that, but I grew up with a brother uh, same mom different dads so similar situation absent father on both sides like oh, for wow. him and for us but mm-hmm. um uh, but we had a very different relationship. Like he, we were into very different things, and we were always like clashing with him. So maybe part of it that too was like, that's also a united front. I guess my friend. So that's hilarious. Like, this guy's mean. So we're, we're, I don't know. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. No. Totally. Yeah. I I I know how that sibling rivalry can go, yeah. and like how hard we can be on each other too. Like you find yeah. all the differences, and you just like. Mm. Yeah. It's it's brutal. Those children like. <laughs> Man, I'm thinking about high school too, and how, yeah. and like I meet some high schoolers now, and I'm like, oh, it's, it, life is hard right now, but it gets easier, or yeah. not easier, but like, yeah, you find that self love at some point, yeah, yeah, stop projecting on like people around you, yeah, yeah. So like growing up in a really white environment and like a like culturally classed place, like, and being Dominican. Mm-hmm. Have you come to find your family or your roots or just kind of investigate mm. that part of you? Because as you said, Sydney, you're like, we are like people of color. We present as people of color mm-hmm. in the world, whether or not we want to be like white, mm-hmm. we can't be, mm-hmm. you know? So like, mm-hmm. so how has it been like coming into like claiming your own identity in that way? Mm-hmm. Well, so when we moved to Georgia, we didn't realize it, but one of my tias lived like 15 minutes down the road. Wow. like crazy like not completely random it was like such a coincidence because most of my dominican family lives in new york Mm -hmm. so and i think she so my tia anna she actually lived in florida and when my dad was around we were babies like she like had the birthdays for us and like used to babysit us and stuff and my grandma would come and all that so like we had some sort of connection to our family like before we were conscious beings yeah like you know <laughs> as like babies or like maybe slightly into toddler yeah. and then like mm-hmm. that it just you know wasn't there for a, a long time yeah yeah but, but because of that that's what was our like tie to like we're like oh we move through the world now on our own and we have this agency to be able to be like I want to see that side of the family and mm-hmm. like wow. like these people look like me and kind of get it a little bit more and you know but my you know my mom has she's been great you know that's the hard yeah, thing is yeah, because yeah. as you're as as you unpack this kind of conflict as a young person yeah, coming yeah. from multiple identities mm-hmm. like you don't want to just like shame the side right, of your exactly. family yeah, who's yeah. like did the best that they could, but exactly. it's, it, it, what you all are talking about is your reflection of your lived experience. I'm mm-hmm. sure, like, all mothers 
are doing the best that they can. Yeah, oh, right. she, yeah, super mom. I mean, three kids, yeah. literally on her own. Three kids. Yeah, Dang. I'm like, I yeah. know that's hard. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like I look back and I'm like, I had fun. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a pretty good childhood. Like I was a pretty happy kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, we were even homeless like for a year or two in Florida. Like we were hopping around from my mom's friend's place to like various friends, and like we were like, oh, sleepovers <laughs> all the time. We're like, we're so lucky. Like, yeah, we're like, this is we're like, whoa, sounds good. You're so like, so now we can see reflect. that we had you no know, shelter. Yeah, I think what um, what really put into perspective like. Uh, you know, just how, like, low income we grew up was when we went to college oh, at a private institution. School of the Arts in Chicago. SAIC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. all the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I have a different thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like, you know, it's so many of my friends in, like, Chattanooga and in Georgia, it's like, you know, we, like, joke about absent father. You know, it's just, like, a thing. Or, like, or, like various circumstances like that. So whenever I would try to make those jokes in college, people would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Like, like, oh, you're I, I, I didn't mean to bring it up. I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I, like, I made the joke. Like, you, you should have laughed. Like, never, never mind. Never mind. You know what I mean? So it was, yeah. I don't know. It really put things into perspective. Like, my freshman and sophomore year, I was like, oh, this. We were living very different lives. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, cause it's, cause I think a lot of kids who do go to like, you know, at least private art schools uh, that are, you know, so expensive in that way, uh, they, their parents throw them in because they want them to do something. They have the funding, they yeah, have the yeah. resource, the class. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> truly, yeah. yeah. But uh, Chicago was, a, like, one of the places where I did find an incredible community of, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. queer, black and brown, like, like people. Um, and yeah. I feel like that's really impacted, like, who I am and, like, the work that I make and, like, the people mm-hmm. that I, like, you know... Uh, our community with yeah. yeah yeah so let's talk about that origin story like how did yeah. you get to that school like what's the leap yeah <laughs> we're just like we're like okay I don't know when I was in high school at first I was like fuck college I'm not going to more schooling this sucks yeah. it's like expensive blah 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 yeah. and then I was like well I kind of want a reason to go somewhere else though yeah, yeah. And, like college is yeah. that reason yeah that's the only thing right. like thing that like <laughs> Had slightly had totally. the, you know, the the opportunity to, like, go anywhere and, like, do anything, even though we had no idea, like, what it could lead to. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in my mind, I was like, maybe I'll do uh, animation and work in, like, an animation studio. You know, like, that was, like, maybe. I didn't even know that when I first entered, too. Like, I... Um, we, we, we were painting in high school, so we are like, we're mm-hmm. going to do painting. Yeah. And then, like, we just... We, we, you happen to just take the leap of being like, I took animation classes, I took ceramic classes, right. and then like, I don't know, it turned into like. Was it nice kind of getting into your own materials, just having that mm-hmm. little like respite from each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. I well, I um, in high school I was like, okay, I want to either go to culinary school or art school because I was like in we had a cooking class and I had so much fun in there and like the teacher was really great and it was like I feel like. Like this is where I can put my energy into, and and I may have a product, and it like, it like nurtures, and they could share, and like I, I don't know. I was like, yeah, culinary, and then uh, but I'm also it's like, still a good idea. But yeah, then we're yeah. like, we started an art club in high school, and yeah, like yeah, we're doing yeah. this too, and this is what I can do, is what I'm good at. So, <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, in my mind, I was like, I'm gonna double major. But, like, nowhere has culinary and art at a university. I'm like, what am I thinking? Yeah. And so then, finally, we're like, okay, art school. 
Yeah, yeah. And then just apply, like Googling, like, oh, like, what are, what are some art schools to go to and to apply to? And, yeah. Like, I, and even that mm-hmm. process was like, even like, even trying to be like, learn about college and like, learn about applying and like, like what do you do? Yeah. Right. Like, 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 my mom didn't go to college. Yeah. Like, my dad didn't. So I don't she's think like, anyone in my immediate family, like, my aunts didn't go. Well, you know, like, my, my dad said my aunts went to like nursing school. Mm-hmm. So it's, like trade school. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, but I think we did it. Yeah, I think we were uh, very much like, I think we want to try to do something that we enjoy doing. And they and don't like, make it easy to understand, like, how yeah. to even apply. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. a coded thing. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we ended up going to a portfolio day in Atlanta, which oh, is like, right. we're, like we're driving to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, like, saw, like, so it was like SCAD SAIC because for some reason the people at the booth at SAIC uh, at the portfolio day, like, gave good feedback like actually like looked and like paid attention and we're like oh maybe like maybe this will be good so yeah. r- it was literally just that experience and we're like that's how <laughs> it was like roll the dice here yeah. we go yeah. let's do it yeah yeah so and we're like it's like and then we're like atlanta's too close almost it's like an hour and a half we're like it's still too close to, to my hometown so we're like chicago far enough i actually think my our mom had a, a little bit of a say because she was like new york's too far la's too far mm-hmm. she's yeah. like chicago still far but Rain fine yeah. she's like yeah, yeah. she's like we can i can at least drive there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but i'm so glad we landed on it like yeah. it just happened to be such like a you know even now we're moving back because we love like chicago so much yeah um, it's a wonderful place to be an artist mm-hmm. yeah yeah just to have like i don't know like like i said also like um you know just like that community of like queer black and brown like like trans people who are also like you know in so much uh, creative avenues like making music DJing like mm-hmm. uh, also showing uh, in Chicago and like I don't know it's it's also sweet because I feel like through SAAC but also like branching out outside of it I've met a lot of it's, uh, people who you know share similar identities who are also like showing like showing work and like you know, um, I don't know, just kind of thriving in that way. So mm-hmm. it feels like really special to be like, we're all, you know, thriving together. Yeah. 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 I also think Chicago just has a really great art scene, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. public sculpture and like murals and stuff, just like mm-hmm. walking around. So yeah. beautiful. I think the, I, I kind of wanted to get into sculpture anyway, like when I was applying and then yeah. I, I, cause I had a painting portfolio and like figurative, like whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm signing up for classes. And they're like, oh, so we're like a multidisciplinary school. We want to push for that. Looks like you paint. You should sign up for a different class. So I did sculpture. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to do 3D stuff. Let's, let's do it. And I'm like trying to like, <laughs> Wasn't I mean, it like with metal stuff? Yeah, yeah. Cause mm. the, so the sculpture classes are different than the ceramics classes. Oh, it's like a foundry kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I was trying to do stuff with like steel, like like bending metal, and like trying to like make something kind of figurative. And then I was like trying to use fabric somehow. I don't know. And it was expensive because I was trying to do mm. big stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, this isn't working out. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, but then like one of my TAs was like, just do, just do, take a ceramics class. Like the materials are free. I'm like, light bulb. So unheard of. I'm like, this is just like way like. 
I it's just, like drawing right. with three dimensions. Yeah, yeah. I'm like this just makes more sense like with like the stuff I make. So like yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> and right from the get-go, she was so intuitive with it. Like from the very first class, like she was making incredible stuff. Like wow. you know, we did take Thanks. some. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't think so. I'm like yes, you were. Yeah, so so good. Because I mean, we did you know have some clay stuff in like high school, but it was very like. Like coil pot, simple, but not even pinched. Like we were yeah. just like laying, layering it all. I don't even know what. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, so, making snails. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm like you know just something to get through the class period. Um, yeah, but like yeah, I feel like you're so drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, it just happened to be you know, accessible, which mm. is so unheard of, especially at SAC. Like, mm. it's such an expensive school. I'm Even, like, please, Biden, belong. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. So did you all get any scholarships, or were you able yeah. to apply for some aid? Yeah, yeah. I think that was one of the reasons why we chose it, too. Like, they, and on paper, at least, Lily, they gave us the most money, but then we, like, put... Uh, that year we saved the dorms, which was kind of a scam, and then that was a whole thing. Oh shit! But then we, but then we figured out how to um, appeal for more money. Oh, good. So like the yeah. last like two years, uh, we didn't. Uh, I don't think we took out any loads, which was yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like we kind of like like begging the school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that weird yeah. like dance we have to do with like the like the institution financial aid oh, They're all like, if you can play this like, really hard game, yeah. really sad, sad like yeah. life story. Please give me more money. It's yeah. like. Oh, I feel like I have to fast FAFSA every year. Oh my, God. my mom's like, I don't know what this is. Hellish. I'm like, yeah. My mom's like, you gotta fill it out. Like, you guys are the, you're the people who get it. Single, single mom. Like, blah, blah, blah. All the, all the hints. I was like, I'll take it. Yeah. Reparations, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Seriously, though. Yeah. It's wild because when you, when you're growing up, you don't know that you're coming from a place that is like, so impoverished or this or that you know and then when you're put in those positions you have to reflect on it and like yeah like play your tiny violin or whatever but (laughs) at the same time it's like yes you deserve that but why do we even have to jump through those hoops yeah yeah i just remember like writing essays being like okay like everyone was like okay ham it up like put in everything you could think of that like like, kind of traumatic yeah (laughs) it's like therapy but without like any resolution (laughs) yeah or like um just bring it all up yeah you're just like dump they're like, who has it worse? <laughs> these these guys. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. yeah. 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 Wow. But besides that, I really enjoyed my time at yeah. <laughs> Like the ceramics department. Yeah, it has I, a great ceramics department. Yeah. Like it's kind of prestigious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they have big blouse there. Like so I like, was right making... in the middle of down in the loop, like downtown Chicago. You're just like, is this okay? I was like <laughs> making nice. big work like my first year in college. Like wow. like my some of my professors were like, "What are you doing, Sydney? I, I don't. We don't really have someone here who makes big work like that. So we're learning with you. <laughs> like, Amazing. here we go. <laughs> yeah. But also the um, the art institute, like the museum, that was a crazy yes. good resource. Yeah. Because we were enrolled, we got to just go in whenever we wanted. Like, really? I would yeah, yeah, I would literally yeah, cut really through nice. the museum to try to get to class on yeah. time. Just like beep. <laughs> Like I dodging remember. people, I'm like, yeah, oh, that like, looks th- really cool. Take through picture. the picture, I'll come back to you later. Like, fast walking, they're like, stop, we're no running. Like, this is no running. We're like, stay in two minutes. <laughs> like, I'm already late. Yeah, it's funny to imagine that's the most of the time that I've been through there, and I wish I would have taken advantage of you know, just running past all the yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, we, I mean, we did, like, you know, we did go, and, like, I feel like the, um, 
the ethnic section of the museum. Is, Unfortunately, it's so, all in one thing. But like, that's what's funny about the museum. Like funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in like, quotes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like like Matisse and like you know like all of the Greek stuff is like in the front, and then it's like then you reach like like the Indian you go to section. Like the lower level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Or am I descending? It's all dark. And yeah, like... and then like in the ba- literally in the basement is like like the Islamic like architecture and like you know, like the yeah. rugs and things like that, and then mm-hmm. it's like like Southeast Asia, and then it's like one wall of Korean stuff and then it's like Chinese stuff right behind it and then, but even behind that is like the Mesoamerica stuff and then way in the back is like the African like stuff mm-hmm. which is like n- nobody's names on it so like it was great having that resource but it was just very interesting how it was curated and like I, I never really how thought about got there. Yeah. I think being there like had us thinking about like the morality of museums mm-hmm. yeah of, like, yeah yeah, how do you? I'm like, I'm so happy I can see all this beautiful stuff, but like, why do you have it? I'm yeah, like, why, why, why is this from? here? Yeah, yeah, because because some some things are like gifted from like these people, and it's like, like the where British did, Museum. Where did they, yeah, like, where did like, they get them? Yeah, like that's you know. <laughs> yeah, it's very convoluted. There's a lot, and it's it. I mean, it's good and bad because it's a part of our history that we need to start looking at and mm. see it. And mm. so, like, yeah, it's like. It sucks that it's there, but the only way that we can change it is by witnessing it and right. like having those feelings yeah, and totally, then like starting totally. to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So being in that space and that school with that museum there just put you all in the line of politics in a way that like, mm. I mean, you guys are very aware. You're you're very like on it as far as like the value systems that you're working mm. with as artists mm-hmm. and I think it sounds like that was nurtured and kind of like built even more when you went to school right yeah totally. yeah, yeah I think uh, you know for better or for worse like SCAC's thing whole thing was like the critique and mm-hmm. like whether you know I think it could go you know either way like sometimes it seemed a little performative <laughs> but a lot of the times it was like but, uh, maybe not a lot but there was like Sometimes, like sometimes it was, you know, very eye-opening. I'm like, whoa, that was actually like a great conversation. Like, yeah. Uh, like about my pieces. This is yeah. Very. I think I learned a lot. Thanks, guys. But half the time, it's like you're going through the motions of it, and it's like a, it's like a practice, I guess. I don't know. Which is, yeah. you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think critiquing needs to change? Like now that you all are in the art world and stuff, are you, are you like that was a great tool, or that was great to learn how to like toughen my skin or do you think that schools could be doing other things to help prepare artists oh, yeah i'm pretty mm. sure definitely some other things <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i actually think i've had more enriching conversations in like like after school clubs and stuff like mm-hmm. That's we would have yeah. our own yeah. we're like oh like um what was the latinas unidas was like the you know like the people of like like the South diaspora. This way. Yeah, diaspora. Yeah, diaspora. Yeah. Uh, um, we would all get together and like have critiques about like our work, which had a lot of like sharing themes and like. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, I remember a really good one because Black at SCIC and then Latinx ooh, Unidex had like a joint get, like yeah. critique yeah, day, which was incredible. But like, it was literally just conversation. Yeah, like it wasn't people being like, mm, I don't like that. It yeah. was like it was like oh, like this reminds me of this, and like sort of turned to a conversation. It was like generative one. and like actually like helpful. I feel like sometimes. Uh, uh, professors would kind of make critiques sound like, oh, like, 
Like, we wanted to be, like, a... Well, because it was interesting, because I remember, like, when orientation happened, people were like, oh, a lot of people, like, are get, like, broken down like, during the critique. They cry critique. Like, it's brutal. You, you get to it. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't think that's the nature of what a critique should be. Like, yeah. I think it's more like, let's create, like, generate, like, you know... Dialogue. Yeah, dialogue and, like, you know... W- different ideas that come up for different people and like you know let's think about I don't know v- various ways this can evolve or like m- maybe think about more like why you chose these choices mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I do uh, think that it was helpful in weeding out like the problematic artworks in like in the beginning like I think freshman year it's mm-hmm. people are just kind of picking and choosing like just random things to make art about, like not a part of their own, you know, whatever scope of life, and everyone's just like, yeah, 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 yeah let's say, let's say yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. Name it's it. like, and then they're like, you know, kind of get defensive about it, but it's like, at least it's happening now. You gotta go through not this at some show. point. Yeah, Sit down. yeah, yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah. Aww. So I think in that sense, it was um, yeah good to be a part of it. Yeah. So Sydney was doing ceramic, and yeah. so did you go into animation? 3D? I did. Okay. I did. Yeah. So I went into. Uh, I first went into like uh, hand drawn animation. Okay. Um, yeah, and I feel like I still. Uh, kind of use a lot of those skills like yeah, to this day. Yeah, in your yeah. ceramic work. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, uh, I did take one ceramic class though. Okay. Uh, which was which was really fun. We like, were trying I, out each other's things. Yeah, like, she took an animation <laughs> class and then I took a ceramic class and we were That's like, so let's cute. do it. Yeah, it was so sweet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a lot of work. I'd rather do anim- or ceramic. Well, well, she made animation about making <laughs> ceramic, like about, like, there's like this, this like, little play on the brain. That's it. Little animated guy, like, building a figure <laughs> really. it's so funny. Oh, so good! I have to find it to show you. Because then be at the amazing. end, like the punchline was like the head falls off the the, the sculpture like onto the floor. Because that like, happened to me like four times. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was like iconic. Of course, like please, we need more than yeah. Yeah, we definitely need that to like be resurfaced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need a screening of the city's animations. Yes. I love it. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I did. Like it was really great. I feel like in that sense, I think I was more. Uh, my professors like trying to like understand what I was making wasn't really like there. Like bunch the of white guys. yeah, a bunch of white like <laughs> cis strict guys like uh, and I can talk Kinda about that. More. Yeah, like, it was very much like I learned this these skill sets, uh, which I still learned now, uh, and it's helpful for me. Uh, and in that sense the the animation program was good. But I think for like the way you think about SDSE as like a you know a conceptual critiquing school, there wasn't really it was kind of lacking in that department for better or for worse. Um, yeah, because I think you know I think um, I for my final like film I was going to be an animation and I I never finished it because I was so discouraged by like my teachers trying to like understand and like critique my film like concept because I think like I was like oh like it's kind of a you know, encroaching on, like, my ex- multifaceted experiences of, like, being, like, black and brown and queer and, like, coming from a lower-income, like, you know, background in, like, such an institution like this. And then uh, one of the comments my professor made was, I'm not focusing enough, and I'm trying to talk about too many things. And in my mind, I'm like, I think I'm being very specific, actually. Wow, you know? interesting. Yeah, yeah. So in that sense, uh, yeah, I think I learned how to animate. 
<laughs> but I think filmmaking was harder for me because the themes that I wanted to explore weren't necessarily understood by those avenues. So, um, also, I th- yeah, um, there wasn't a screening because of COVID. So oh. that too, that too, because we graduated in twenty twenty, so we didn't have a physical. So it was very insular, just with your professors. Yes, yes, exactly, and I. That's where and I you're was... all. You're not my audience. <laughs> yeah, actually. and you know, I because I was going between that and being like, oh, but like these people aren't like maybe I should listen to you know because you I'm, you know just gaslighting yourself about it and then like For I sure. think about it now and I look at what I made and I'm like this is like I, and I show my like you know my community and my friends and they're like I understand it and I like love it and I like I have a lot of emotions about it um, yeah so I think that was my experience with SCC was a little bit different I think you had a more of a positive one in that way yeah, yeah. well I also think I <laughs> I had some really great professors you did, you did yeah. I took I, someone in Salvador Jimenez Flores yes. first class yes. uh, yeah. like, yeah. that's amazing yeah. Yeah. and then like um, Marie Herman she's amazing yeah she worked so uh, helpful yeah I think she's the head of the department now I Clay people are kind of just cool. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Clay, like, Clay spaces, there's usually, like, some kind of, like, community going on because of the nature of, like, Like you need, like, you need need people to help you, you know, load larger things. You can't do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like, I think a lot of people have different skill sets within ceramics that, like, you share together, you know. Right. Because I'm, I'm, like, in a group studio. Uh, I'm, like, working. at least. And I'm, like, chopping it up with everyone in there. And then Haley's, like, in the animation, like, room, like, 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 on the computer or, like, drawing over this light box. Yeah, just, like, (laughs) grueling. It's it's such a a grueling process, too. Or not, like, you know, it's you're animating frame by frame. It's most of the time I like my first two years I was you know wasn't going out or like hanging out with anybody. I like, was like, where's Haley? I'm yeah. like, you know where she I was is. Like, I'm in the lab. <laughs> like, she's you know, in the lab. <laughs> getting arthritis, you know. <laughs> but but I did take a 3D class too, and that was really I took I took a couple actually, and that was really fun. Just like, like 3D learning animation. Yeah, 3D oh, animation. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, like learning like the Maya programs and like kind of yeah. seeing what I could make like you know with like made models and like. Uh, I don't know, just different things like that. Yeah, it seems like they're kind of the same concept, both of the programs that you guys t- took, but different like tools and mechanisms right. to produce yeah, it. Like true. It's there's storytelling, there's figurative right. work, there's modeling, there's yeah dimensionality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. also like uh, 3D scanned like some of my posters oh. and like animated. Yeah. It, like, so it, that was fun <laughs> ways to collab. I do, I want to do that again. Like try that. That sounds like, amazing. Like yeah, more. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. More intentional and with more time. Because you know it's so hard to like make like uh work that you really like in you know one semester you know uh mm-hmm. so i think uh, i don't know i did i did like schooling for the fa- like the aspect of like we learned so had so many resources like learned so many mm-hmm. different techniques but i actually made like oh, the work that i'm making now i'm much more excited about because i'm yeah. like i have so much time that's and good. like energy <laughs> that's right? really good that's right like, that's the goal right you know yes. <laughs> so much time and much more energy to be like let's i'm thinking about like these things that I want to make and I have time to make them. Yeah. So do you think that school helps you to like understand time management? Like, is that like a big part of it is like how to Mm. finish something or like call something done? I mean, I'm just trying to think of like what the goals are of higher education. 
education right. for yeah. artists, yeah. Right? right? Like, what are those? What are the big takeaways other than like having the acc- accolades, yeah. right? Meeting community who mm-hmm. are like working artist peers. Mm-hmm. So, what are the other takeaways fr- that you guys have noticed from higher education and art school? Mm-hmm. I um, other than debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the like research part of mm-hmm. of school was really important and like helped me a lot. Because even in like my studio, like ceramics classes would be like, okay guys, like we're gonna go over our readings, our weekly readings today, and we'd all like groan and be like, oh, like I didn't do the reading, yeah. sorry, like I was, I didn't get to my homework or something, and then we'd just like, like go over it together and like I don't know, there was like, I learned about other artists that way and like, um, yeah. like like histories of like ceramics and learned how to look. To find stuff. Yeah, also. yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, also in like other academic classes. Yeah, I was gonna say. No. It, I think it's nice having uh, like studio a studio practice in tandem with like you know um, like writing classes and like mm-hmm. um, like uh, research based uh, like humanities classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Various different topics that. You, and there, there were the, like I said, you had a lot of really good um, yeah. like academic classes in that way. I remember I took, I was, took like a philosophy class and oh, we were like. Like reading the fucking dusty old white guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, like, like Nietzsche and like whoever else and like, like yeah, Kierkegaard, oh, yeah, 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 philosophy. Yeah, yeah. But okay, Kafka, but also yeah. I thought it's really important and like enriching because I was like I remember I was taking that class at the same time as taking ah uh, there was like this this class we we're learning about. I remember my final paper for this class. I was talking about syncretism and like in Brazil like. Um, capoeira and and then like santeria mm-hmm. and like kind of like the African influence on like religion and like mm-hmm. different cultures around the world because of like the transatlantic slave trade. Like yeah. I was taking that class at the same time as like learning about like Nietzsche and stuff, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. like the way this guy is like thinking reminds me of like this Orisha god, like Shango. Wow. <laughs> like, like I'm like, collective about... consciousness. Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and like, it's totally like I'm like this is like going into my work somehow like this is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another uh, one of those classes that really like stuck with me it was uh, a, a like a Latinx um, like American history like like the past like fifty years like like in America like like the diaspora, different diasporas of like like Mexican diaspora and like Puerto Rican diaspora Dominican diaspora mm-hmm. you know like uh, like in the states and like the different like. Uh, social movements like around these various different groups and like how people got here and how like wh- where like the populations like have like settled um, and then yeah it's kind of like the discrimination and also like the uh, the solidarity amongst you know these groups along with like you know like the Black Panthers and things like that I think that was yeah. very like uh, formative for me and um, yeah I don't know Christina Gomez taught that class she's, she's so good yeah, yeah and that's I mean learning about how culture evolves you know yeah. in contemporary um, in contemporary times like uh, that's yeah. really nice yeah. Yeah. so you're both of you work with the figure, with the form, with mm. the human form, with expression, with yeah. like gesture. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like what is, what, what is it that drives your practice to like, um, interpret like the human, the human figure in mm. your work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll start. Okay. I, I, I mean, 
when I started doing clay stuff, I didn't really have like an exact idea of what I was doing, and that, that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm making figurative work. I'm like, I was making busts, and, and I remember like for my first class, I was only making busts, and and my my professor Bill O'Brien, he was like, okay, you can make like the shoulders and the head, like they look great. <laughs> can you do something else, like make like a foot or like a hand, or, like another body part? And I'm like, no, I'm just gonna make a full figure, like. Because it's, uh, for some reason, I was still sticking to, like, I don't want to make, like, little small things. I want to make something that's, like, you can relate to, like, human-sized. And I wasn't thinking of it as, like, really big sculpture. I was just like, oh, it just seems more relatable at this scale. So I started making it that way. And then, like, throughout my, like, conversations, like, with my professors and, like, critiques and stuff, I'm trying to, like, it's kind of like a psychological, like, unpacking, like, why I'm making this work. Mm-hmm. And I think I kind of do that now still. I'm like... I make this thing and then I think about why I'm making it like Mm. while I'm making it Mm. kind of yeah yeah and I mean based on this conversation you can kind of see like the the need the innate need for like representation Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) yeah like to express myself in, in that way like I mean that's why I get tattoos and that's why I dress how I dress like fashion's like really important to me and like self-expression yeah, yeah like having the ability to do that i guess yeah 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 like like all like you know <laughs> no, like all, alter your like you know your you know your way of you know moving in the world like on your own terms i feel like mm-hmm. that's a big I, I, yeah because people are going to perceive us yeah any anyway like with their own like context and and biases and and how like white supremacy has affected societal like conceptions of like black and brown people like sure okay yeah uh, you see me that way fine i i, I want to get covered in tattoos makes me feel better yeah, yeah this is how i see <laughs> yeah my yeah. existence mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think for me like um kind of focusing on like figurative work you know in tandem with like you know in different like settings like realistic settings um like in parking lots or like like in like f- like forests um or like in you know like in a bedroom together I think um, I don't know I think I've drawn a lot to like at least like the past like three three years or so um, kind of experience it like my own experiences and like shared experiences with like with the people that like I like I love and like that I am in community with um, and a lot of it is kind of almost like a like mem- like mem- memory um, uh, inspired in that way I think mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I um, my like most, autobiographical kind of yeah yeah I think I don't know if I meant to do that at first but it is kind of like n- naturally like the way it, it's going yeah, I, I think like figurative too mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah for you as well like different ways that people wear clothes and stuff right. like mm-hmm. both of you have like very specific like fashion notions yeah, in totally. your work <laughs> which is beautiful because yeah. it's like stamping it in this time you know like yeah, what's yeah. important even just like the way like I sculpt faces People are like, oh, these are all self-portraits, aren't they? And I'm like, well, I didn't mean to do that. Mm, but, like, mm-hmm. I see my face in the mirror the most. And I'm, like, with myself the most. And then, of course, my <laughs> twin sister has, like, you. a very similar <laughs> face. Yeah. So it's like, like, we are, yeah, I think the nature, you know, of, like, living together our whole lives and, like, having merging career paths, but also, like, interests of making yeah. art, like, figurative art, I think it's very, I don't know, just kind of just turned out very natural to be, like we 
draw our features. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah. Th- and I was going to say, too, about, like, you know, so much, like, self-expressive qualities that we put into, like, like fashion and, like, piercings and tattoos and um, things like that. I think I have a lot of, like, musician friends also, like, growing up in Chattanooga, too. And, yeah, they were very much into, like, like sneaker culture, like, like uh, I don't know, also, like, DIYing clothes. Um, and, like, like, you know, even to this day, we, like, like to, like, bleach and, like, put patches on things. And, like, we kind of have and a we, practice in that way, too. Making, we started making shirts in high school under the moniker Hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> HNS, Haley and Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, with our own drawings, like, on clothes. Amazing. Yeah, and... Um, like screen printing, because we did learn that in high school. Yeah, <laughs> in art, our art club. Yeah, yeah. that's an amazing tool to have <laughs> yeah and I yeah I think a lot of like why we still gravitate towards to it and like we did growing up too is I don't know it was like a way we could like have fun together and also like just kind of put our creative juices into something that we could you know each other can wear like I feel like even to this day like I just trade clothes with my friends uh, mm-hmm. and like and I'm like in photos I'm like oh that's where that hoodie went like I don't know just like kind of like this <laughs> or like, sometimes they get stolen and like that's where that hoodie went <laughs> or like that's where that hoodie went <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's something like very, I don't know, like special about creating together or like with you know these people in mind too. But it's also Um, like a like I feel like making just something as simple as like a t-shirt and putting a design on it. Like it's like oh here's a piece of art that most people can buy if they like if they like save some money aside from a paycheck like. Yeah, like yeah. a sculpture or like a big drawing. Like not everyone has access to be able to be like, I want this in my home. But at least like a T-shirt or something. They can support. Yeah, exactly. Part of it, mm-hmm. and it's almost like an act of resistance too to like the the inflation of the art market. And mm-hmm. like while you we do play in those realms and have to like make the money and stuff, it's nice to have something that's for the community. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it kind of you know steps away from like designer culture. I don't you know there is like a yeah like uh you know nuance to like who who like wears it who like you know finds like it dazzling but i also think that like it's really fun and exciting to wear your friends clothes that they make and it's like very i don't know very special to to have that experience i'm gonna have to get some for my next tour also our first stint into collaboration Mm -hmm. like i mean with each other but also with other people because we're like oh like we're gonna like, I'll do the front design, like, or Haley do the front design, and then, like, I'll do the text, and then someone else can, like, put another design on it, and, yeah, like, Stack it, like, stack it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, I love collaborating, too. It's, like, yeah. that, and that, that fun energy that you could share, share together, yeah. And learn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And speaking of collaboration, so here we are at the Archie Murray Foundation yes. for the Ceramic Arts, Woo-hoo. Helena, Montana. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking this whole conversation about like seeing um, self-reflected in community and that, the lack of that. So like, let's talk a little bit about the clay world yeah. and like mm-hmm. how you all found yourself here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I think SEIC, the ceramics is like not... Re- that much situated in like American clay world like it's just it's not they don't really talk about it that much like in Sika and like residencies and stuff because it's like oh I'm in class 
and we're talking about our readings and contemporary artists are coming in and sort of situating ourselves like in that space. In the broader art world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think part and I think it's also like you're they're they're kind of really focusing on like what and why do you wanna like what what do you wanna make and why do you wanna make it? Yeah. And it's yeah. also like people are coming in out of other departments too. Yeah, yeah. Because I was it's, doing printmaking point, also. Yeah. I'm like I was doing like like lithography or like foundry and then I'm like, okay, now I'm back in ceramics. So, yeah, yeah. 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 So I but when I finally was like learning about um American clay world, I'm like, oh there's a ceramics conference? Sounds so nerdy. I wanna go. Yeah, clay nerds, cool. Yeah, like something yeah. like that. And mm-hmm. then um, you know, what I I only actually went to Zika for the first time last year when uh-huh. I was in Sacramento. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I was supposed to go 2020, but COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah put yeah. a damper on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then like when I finally went to Ensika, people were like, "Oh, you don't know these like, like clay legends?" And I'm like, "I don't know who any of these people are. I'm sorry because they're just a bunch of old white people. No offense. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're great. Yeah. But yeah, it's not like something that you were looking <laughs> yeah, to in exactly. your practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and I, I think about it too. Like the artists that you know we're learning about, and like, uh, and people like we're learning from, like, like a lot of the people that teach at SAC were working artists. And that definitely applied to the ceramics, like, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. you know. And the worlds department. are divided. Like, yeah. let's just be real. Right, yeah, right. It's really interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think partially it's because, pe- like, clay is craft, and like that's something mm-hmm. totally different. And mm-hmm. and it's like, um, like even in like, I've noticed like working with ceramics only galleries versus like galleries that show like painters and stuff like that, like the prices are so much lower for ceramics-only galleries. Really? Yeah. It's yeah. actually insane. It's very different <laughs> worlds, like cer- like just ceramic gallery versus, yeah. Like so you were like, I'm glad color. I've kind of been like in yeah. the art, art world. <laughs> yes, because I'm like, how yeah. am I supposed to make money if I'm selling like a cup for 40 bucks? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're all... Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, yeah. you know, I respect the hustle so much of like potters and like, you know, like you know, kind of just, just putting so much output for like decades, decades of your life. Like it's very like, you know, I impressive. Don't think, I don't think they're getting paid enough. But I don't think it's that it's appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, like because because I think sometimes when I'm having this conversation with other like like potters or ceramicists, kind of coming from a ceramic background, they're kind of get a little like. You know, defensive about like, oh, like, well, we want it to be like affordable. It's like people who can, and like, like we, I like, get it. Kind of like this, like, this humbleness that isn't really rooted in anything. It's kind of like, okay, like if you want people to have your things, just give it to them. Yeah. But like the people, but like value your work, and the people who can afford it will buy it. Like, yes. if, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think that's like the difference. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like this, because because I, I think. Um, like this, uh, I, I think part of it too is just from like, like you were saying, like I think ceramic or ceramics before it was called ceramics is is like kind of seen in like a craft thing, and I think a lot of um, people working in clay are trying to go against that or or you know kind of embracing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think what's been really exciting like the past decade is the art world is kind of bringing ceramics, folding it into fine art. Yeah, yeah. I hit a sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. like, ceramics figurative sculpture is hot. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, thank the Lord. I'm paying yeah. rent. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. 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 On the way. Thank you. It's really, it's really incredible, like, what is going on. Because I also think that it's such, like, a... Uh, 
unique uh, styles people are just bringing in that aren't coming from ceramic backgrounds because they're just kind of touching clay for the first time and just, you know, intuitively making the things from based on like the drawing practices or not. Maybe people, a lot of people don't even have a drawing practice and are making like ceramics. Um, yeah. yeah I mean, a lot of it's non-figurative too. I, I was yeah. going to say one, one of my thoughts earlier, I was so shocked by how white the American ceramics world yes. is because yeah. like, like when I've learned, been learning about clay, like history, I'm learning about like, oh, like, like American indigenous like pottery and then like Korean pottery, Chinese yeah. pottery, mm -hmm. like, like various forms PLC. of African right pottery. exactly yeah, yeah, like literally every like yeah. all over so yeah. it, I was just like Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and like people kind of, like, I think it's kind of like, you know, you were saying like, oh, you don't know like so-and-so, like these people that all of these buildings are named I'm after. Like, I'm like, I know Roxanne Swenzel. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, she's so good. Oh my God, the clouds. Yeah, the clouds. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it was, I don't know, it was that a little bit of a shock also coming here and being like, you know, people coming from Alfred and like, not that Alfred is not a good, it's great school. <laughs> no, great but school. there's a certain stigma or prestige, I guess positive or negative you know but there's a certain thing going on there yeah yeah um yeah and, and i think uh, yeah for like a little bit like oh like you, you're not respecting like the people before you i'm like i think i am i think maybe yeah. maybe like uh, you should impact that statement and like well, uh, and it feels like even you you all being here is a push in that direction yeah, yeah. and yeah. also i well shout actually out found, steve shout lee. out steve lee yeah steve lee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Legend. yeah but i um i learned about archie bray because we were actually on student government in school. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So studious. <laughs> but it was really exciting because we got to have our own little like artist talk program. Yeah, so yeah, we got very to sick. invite cool. artists, and um, I was just finding off Instagram, and one of the artists I really liked working in clay was N. Iwamura, and he was here when I wanted to invite him to. SAIC to give a talk. Ah. So, yeah, I was yeah, like, that's oh, how we what? Like, you're Aren't in Montana. You like, what are you doing there? And yeah. oh, you're making big work. Cool, that's exciting. Yeah, Beep. saving that <laughs> in for later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this was probably 2018 or 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think 2018. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, a couple years before we graduated. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was cool to like talk to him about like his experience with residencies because he was he, he had hopping around for a while too. Mm -hmm. A lot uh, of ceramic artists do because it's so expensive to have your own yeah. firing yeah. facility. Yes. So yes. a I, lot of people just go. Yeah. Like it's so funny talking. I was talking to. My one of my friends in Chicago who's a painter, Juan Arango Palacios, but they're like, oh my god, what? Like all my friends are like, you're crazy. Why are you moving to Montana for two years? And I'm like, it does sound crazy, <laughs> but this is where I can actually make like the stuff that I want to, yeah. and not have to be rich. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like hopefully I will make money. Yeah, and I am. Hey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it is a resource, you know, and that's mm -hmm. what's really interesting about there not being that many like indigenous and people of color in these spaces. And it's not that they're not invited. It's just like it's hard to see the invitation, yeah. I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so true. So you, you all saw that, saw that possibility just through like uh, one artist being in here and yeah. then you did your research, apply. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Steve. And Sydney, one, you one, applied, one but Haley, you yeah. didn't apply until after Sydney got in and then you exactly. applied to the summer residency. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, you know, it was right after, um, 
it was like a right after like the you know main section of COVID is whatever um, city got accepted and like you know I had nothing going on like I, was on, I had been on a, <laughs> like, sure? for Thank like you. a year and a half like I'm like <laughs> it's the rent's gonna be cheaper because of the stipend like yeah I'm gonna come but and that's really where I started making ceramics like here kind of like like because I, I did a little like I, I played around a little bit in city studio in Chicago but like it was really here that um like working you know like spaces like with like Virgil and like Justin when we first got here like Christy and Sujin yeah um they were I was like oh you know I'm like I'm not really you know, I'll just like watch you guys and they're yeah. like and then Virgil's like Haley get some clay <laughs> like li- literally that's why he I start, was like, like here's back you're he's making like, me uncomfortable yeah. build something he's like just do it Haley let's just do it we're all working together like it's great and, like it was just flowing and like we were like you know we're like a little tipsy we're like okay I'll just make a draw this giant slab I was like should I make a big one they're like yeah just smash it all again like a giant slab <laughs> and then it survived and it like looked really cool and I was like oh this is like fun and like because uh, I think um, my introduction into ceramics uh um, with like the slab making mm-hmm. uh, and like drawing on the tiles um, I wasn't sure how people sorry people would receive it because I think um, a lot of it is also like very you know people kind of do very skillful things like you know building and three dimensional like uh, um complex forms or like uh kind of glaze techie you mm-hmm. know um uh knowledge you know or i don't know so i was curious how people would receive it and i was like kind of insecure about like i'm like i'm just carving it with a needle tool and glazing it with bottle glazes um uh, but uh yeah i, I think it, i had such a wonderful um group of people when I first started making. But you didn't think that, I'm just going to turn this around a little. (laughs) You didn't think that when I was doing it, when I was doing glaze paintings, you thought it was really amazing. Yeah. And And it is amazing. We're always hard on ourselves. I was like, here's a slab. You should draw on it. I think it'd be cool. You should just try it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yeah. I think it's very easy. I think part of it too is like coming here and seeing everyone making all kinds of incredible stuff with like, you know, years and years of knowledge of ceramic, um, only ceramic, um, you know, techniques. I think I was like, is this okay? Can I do this? And everyone's like, yeah, of course, you can do whatever you want. I was like, oh, nice. It's like, awesome, yeah, cool. it doesn't take a million years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and there's something about like, I don't know, like carving, you know, these images of like people like holding each other and like, you know, um, celebrating with each other. There or, is joy in what you're making. Yeah. Like the piece that you gave me, like the, the yeah, folks dancing, yeah. I was like, I love that piece. It yeah, just makes uh, me smile every time. I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah, I think I uh, have a lot of different... Like vulnerable, like I think vulnerability is a big aspect of like the things I like to make, whether that's yeah. like in a, hap- a happy setting or uh, towards like with conflict towards each other mm-hmm. uh, or like c- consoling each other. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I the simplicity it's... of the execution is also what brings out that vulnerability, right? Because yeah. you're not hiding anything. Mm-hmm. It's really emotional. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, it being like you know carved into the clay surface is a big part of bringing out that aspect. Yeah, because I think um, you know I also have a drawing practice. Yeah, like on paper with crayons and like with mm-hmm. ink on brush. But um, yeah, there's something you know different about having like a you know kind of like a slightly raised object of like a drawing and like it being like very material in that way. Yeah. And speaking about tools, like what's up with your tattoo practice? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I remember her saying one time she felt like carving clay was a little bit like tattooing on a body yeah it's yeah. like How, clay body you know, carving it sounds kind wow. of grotesque yeah, yeah if you like think about it a little too much but i'm like it's fine yeah but like <laughs> no it's true 
because like, in a way, it. yeah, because it's like you're going like uh, with tattooing, you're going, a, you have to go a certain depth, and like you want to keep it like that, you know, regular. regular, like the whole, the whole. That's the process. Like that's how you tattoo. But it, you know, instead of like just carving, you're like depositing ink with it. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah so I think the actual motion uh, it was reminded me of it. But like it's you know it's very different things. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I think um, tattooing, um, especially like in Chicago, like I mostly started right after graduation in 2020, 2021, and um, yeah, I found myself uh, kind of being a part of a DIY tattooing scene where like people are like learning, you know, like from stick and poke stuff. Or with a, gun? Lot, a lot of people that I was talking to did do hand poke and stick and poke, but um, I did too, and I was like, I don't know how to do this very well, and I'm nervous <laughs> about it, so I'm going to, I think, and it's like, I think uh, my style is like line drawing, so mm-hmm. it's kind of just, is more intuitive to use a machine in that way. I know a lot of people do do hand poke lines, but I think um, for me, I uh, it'd be more interesting at least in my style, if I was like doing like shades of like gradients and like, a, like with like the dots. Yeah, um, so I was yeah. like, I'm only doing lines right now. Let me, let me get a machine, a really cheap machine off Amazon. Like I didn't know anyone who was tattooing like professionally or like, uh, legitimately. So I just, was just learning myself and practicing on like my friends in Sydney. Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, which one? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was the guinea pig during quarantine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got all yeah. kinds of ink. Yeah, <laughs> truly. It's it it felt really like nice to, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that you let me do that. It was funny. It was maybe like for a month or it was like a stint of like four or five months. Like once a month I was getting a tattoo from her. Like, why don't I try this time? Okay, let me try this lined up. Amazing. We're kind of, it was her original drawings, but also some like from comics and stuff. Like, oh, let's see if we can do this from this comic. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, eventually like I did meet like people who were tattooing like, you know, other like queer, like, like trans, like, like, uh, like BIPOC, like people like tattooing when they're like shops that they started themselves in Chicago. And I was like oh you could do this like mm-hmm. this is very exciting because I think um, a lot of people get thrown off in like you know like a traditional tattoo shop setting because it's very like this word like masculine like facade and like it's very like gatekeepy like how do you get into it like you have to pay it's out like the ass for an apprenticeship yeah. like it's very weird <laughs> yeah you have to like earn the tattoo it's a whole culture that too. <laughs> yeah yeah which I'm like I don't like that part but I do like having tattoos and like getting tattoos from like people like I, I think I found myself like trade like even like training so much like so often when I was like you know first learning oh, um, that's why you're so tatted yeah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> so hardcore <laughs> yeah and, yeah cause, and I, I don't know I feel like that like like you're sharing your art with each other and you're sharing that time of like and then vulnerability you know I keep going back to this and yeah. the vulnerability of like going through such like a you know inflicting a wound on each other uh, but that's like uh you know very I don't know. Like it feels very special that we're like, yeah. that this, this trust and and you and I'm, I learned so much from like getting tattooed by other people too. I think that was a bit such a big thing. Yeah, tattoos are very intimate, and it's yeah, yeah it's just it's really uh, community building in a lot yeah. of ways. So to have more queer BIPOC people like engaging in the act of giving tattoos is really nice because there is yeah. such a bro mentality in that culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's similar to Clay in a lot 
thoughts of art in general. And like, like totally. people who started <laughs> tattooing are like, it's such an ancient form of making. And um, it is very indigenous. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think like it's, uh, you know, it started off very like spiritual a lot of ways too. I wonder if Dominicans yeah. have a, a tattoo tradition. Mm. Tainos. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tainos. Tainos. There is, right? Yeah. yeah. It's in your, it's in your blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a way, yeah. And, yeah, and it's interesting too because I do think there's so many like you know gay queer people that are just like tatted up and I think a big part of it is you know we were talking about earlier like being able to control how you walk through the world and being like comfortable in your own body and like kind of controlling that experience um yeah I think that was really eye-opening for me yeah Mm -hmm. so I think that's why I still like getting tattooed and continuing tattooing practice yeah Yeah. Yeah. she she also like she tattoos me but Mm -hmm. she uh, some of our collaborations she tattoos on my sculptures yeah yeah, so that's kind of how like sometimes we i have seen those tattoos on your sculpture i didn't realize it was Haley. yeah 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 Yeah. sometimes i'll do it myself but i'm like i'm like uh i don't really draw that much so (laughs) and it's so interesting too because i think i feel like you know tattooing on like a life-size figure has helped me like with my tattooing practice like with placement and like you know thinking of different ways to wrap things around different body parts or like you know um yeah, just things like that. So that's been really fun. And now I'm like brainstorming, like, what if I when I have my own tattoo studio, maybe I can have like a life size ceramic figure that's like super shiny Dope. that I could use like a white board. Like, you know, this. Like, oh, you want this idea? Where do you want it? Let's try to draw here. You know, and so it's that way. It's like generating so many like possibilities, yeah. like uh, in the ways that you know ceramics and tattooing could still still gonna cross over for me like in the future. Yeah. yeah. So how do you all navigate? your collaborative career and maintain your respective practices like mm. it's so it's such so much gray area there mm. and like i understand you guys probably have it pretty clear but as you deal with galleries and money right. and like mm. labeling like everybody wants to celebrate the individual artists so right. how mm. are you pushing that boundary in your practices i well i definitely um i mean we yeah i see us us having totally separate practices and then they sort of like weave in and out mm-hmm. and um you know they merge and then we like like she's she did like an all drawing show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was like big drawings like settings place and the, the the way she's thinking about her art is way different than like like how i'm thinking about my work i'm like okay for this show i'm gonna make three big figures and mm-hmm. then eight little figures mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. like some head sculptures and yeah. like they these ones have horns and you know the the way i'm putting meaning into the sculptures is like like what they're wearing like the expression of their their bodies and like um like i i did doing like objects recently like some of them have like wings or someone one of them has like a shield on their back or like is holding like a scythe or something and that like mm, it, because it's so like uh, yeah. it's like a th- it's like an object instead of the setting it's that's kind of how people find the meaning like within the sculptures yeah so that's kind of how i see our stuff as like totally different but then like it's really really, really funny (laughs) but i am also like if like we're getting approached by galleries like separately and i'm like oh what if do you need another artist like oh here's a group show do you need another artist for that group show or it's like oh solo show do you maybe want it to be a duo show this time? Or, nice. But, yeah. <laughs> like, I think cities are really generous with their uh, their opportunities. And, um, yeah, I think that's a big reason why I'm, uh, we haven't shown together uh, 
and I think that's really sweet. Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah. And vice versa, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like it, 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 it kind of um, hopscotches between, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, even like. Even like me and Chinupa, we have our respective practices, right. but we support each other yeah. and we work yeah. together a lot. But mm-hmm. when I need something, he steps in and vice versa. So yeah. just yeah. having that community. Is, I think sharing yeah. resources or sharing opportunities is like so important because yeah. it seems like sometimes like in the art world, people can be really like every man for himself, like oh, like, there's someone over there doing figurative work, and I'm doing figurative work, and I want the market, and not We're you. in competition. Right, like, I'm like, yeah. no, abundance, guys. There's yeah. enough for everyone. Why do we have everyone? to do the scarcity there, mindset? There really is, like, and exactly. also there's a market for everything. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. I think sometimes people get worried that, you know, I'm making something too similar or something, you know, like, uh, it's not trending, at least the things that I'm looking at right now, it's like, I think... I don't know, just, like, make things that you feel good about and that you actually care about, and, like... Well, people, people... are hungry for authenticity, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's the bottom line, is right. once you start, like, looking over your shoulder or, like, comparing yourself to other artists, you lose your authenticity. Yeah. You really just yeah. have to do you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, I think uh, I don't know, I think a big part uh, that we have kind of been able to stick to that is just seeing each other, like, stick to that as well. I don't know. Yeah. And just having so many other, you know... Thankfully, so uh, just a big creative like, like friend group. I yeah. think, or I don't know, just people that I just happen to come in contact with. Um, yeah, it's I really feel like special. a really a, a big part of my practice is like my experiences and like mm-hmm. meeting people, and I it's something I value. Like I know yeah. um, some artists are like, oh, I'm a recluse. Like I'm like, <laughs> like I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be in my work. And I'm like, this is where I get my stuff. Like, yeah. and it's like, like it, community. Like I need that. Like the happiness. Like, um, like get that meaning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, like with yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean, aside from having like world-renowned ceramic artists in this these few buildings though there's not a big community in helena mm-hmm. montana mm-hmm. especially yeah. like that reflection there's not like not a lot of people yeah. of color who live mm-hmm. here you know yeah that's yeah. been so it's been hard yeah yeah i think that uh has been one of the most difficult things about you know being you know at this residency is being so isolated in that way like literally because it's you know i mean especially as, like we're coming from chicago like yeah one of the very biggest city coming to here i think it was a uh, you know in that culture way another shock. culture shock yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. Girl, uh, this reminds me of my childhood. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I was like, I'm gonna be ready for this because I kind of I've been through this before. But this is like, I'm like, never mind. Like, there's like black and brown people in Georgia in the yeah. South, guys. Yeah. Some people don't realize that, and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, do you know the history of the South? Yeah. What do you think half of the population is there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black mm-hmm. people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's wild. And so you, you, you all are about to leave in like couple weeks yeah. and mm-hmm. are you excited to go back to Chicago you've decided to go back to Chicago yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I think uh, I can't wait <laughs> all the things yeah. you're saying about needing community and yeah. needing that responsiveness just feels like you're you're just gonna explode yeah 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 and you know it's uh interesting too because we did live in Chicago for five years but four of that was through school and mm-hmm. it's like you know we were working like three jobs or going to school full-time like uh, you know the last and I really didn't start making friends until like my last two years in, in school after I've you know kind of adjusted and slightly and like moved you know away from like farther and farther away from like actually like the like downtown because there's nothing happening there except for like people going to work in school so I think um we it was really only like a year or two of like 
really taking it or like kind of uh, experiencing Chicago in its fullness that I really love about it. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm like, when there was the pandemic, and yeah, like and that, that really so that too, like so that like really, experience. yeah. So now I'm like, we are, I don't know, supporting ourselves as artists and like can continue that in a place that's going to be a new chapter. Such, yeah, mm-hmm. such an incredible like, like kind of like a. Uh, a re what's the word I'm thinking of like a re I don't know a re-entry in a place that if, if it's gonna feel like a very new experience in a way because mm-hmm. um, yeah, you, yeah you all have grown so much mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, that's I just want to say like you all are pretty popular like <laughs> <laughs> in the art world so it, it's gonna be fun I think to mm-hmm. like re-emerge or like re-enter after yes, being yeah. in this kind of incubation of the Bray mm-hmm. and it's very insular in a way right. and you've been able to just like build up your work and your practice yeah. and yeah. then unleash it right. Yeah. Although yeah. it is pretty amazing how many like wonderful people I've met through the yes. day. Yes. Like, yeah. I was not really expecting that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like people come here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like yeah. yeah like, thank um, you. <laughs> they come to you. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was very convenient. Yeah. Like like meeting like you and like Chanupa and like just like so many other incredible folks that are like also working artists. And, and another thing too, I think the fr- coming here is the first time I've met like like working artists and people like you know like older than me too who are excited about life excited yeah. about like future opportunities because i think you know uh, outside of a school setting i should say yeah shooting their shot <laughs> yeah yeah and like just like you know having so much optimism about what is the possibilities that we could do like have for ourselves because mm-hmm. it's so like you know coming from such like a you know, like a low income, you know, growing up in like an area like that, it's so dreary and like, like life dogs you. Like, yeah, it's like a weight on your back, and it's really like it's depressing. Like, like everyone's doing lot of- drugs and drinking, and like just like trying to like not be uh, like just zone out. You yeah, know? try not to like mm-hmm. d- f- come to terms with the effects that like everyone's just like so exhausted all the time, I mean, just trying to now, live. Like within yeah. this economy, yeah. like disillusionment is like so common, and mm-hmm. like people like dissociating and like just, just like health is deteriorating because of like the circumstances of having to like do backbreaking work the whole lives. Yeah. Like, so I think it's such like a refresher being like, and not that I'm blaming anyone for that. No, I'm, no, like, totally you know what I mean? Like no. I totally get it. Like, but it's been so, I don't know, comforting to be like, it doesn't have to be that way necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or you can look to different ways. And I think that it's really inspiring being around practicing artists and that's why yes. I love doing this yeah. podcast because you see like that you really can dream the reality you hope to have even if, even if you can't have it in that moment yeah. like plant, yes. planting seeds it you does. know it definitely it takes a lot of work a oh, lot yeah. of time but yeah. like, a lot of work it can be possible yeah and I've it's learned. like <laughs> and it's a lot of work like it's like you know we're not doing nine to five sometimes it's like 12 hours a day exactly it's like you know you're doing overnights but it's like it's work that is coming from you and like it's like i want to be it's meaningful for you so it's powerful medicine like it really takes care of you if you take care of it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i think yeah i think that's so incredible yeah yeah and i i do i do agree with you that like right now we're in a a time period in our country and like our larger culture where it's very capitalist very oppressive like Mm -hmm. there's there's like this thriving off of like negativity and I feel like we need artists right now to like give us that hope to like give us that alternative 
dreaming space so that we can start carving new pathways because Mm. those ones aren't working like that old guard that old like white dominance kind of model of supremacy is mm-hmm. like obviously not working out yeah, for yeah. Us. It's, it's like failing for anyone. everybody even failing white people you know what yeah, i mean like, exactly like, yeah. failing yeah. everyone yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so you all are really um showing us new ways of thinking and so i just really appreciate that and i'd like to end this podcast on kind of some restorative note or like inspiration tools so y'all are young artists like and I'm not trying to say that in a negative way like in a very positive way like you're you're young artists and you're like finding your way and you're really inspiring the next generation of makers um and I'm saying that as somebody who's witnessing people inspired by you and like looking up to you and like wanting to advocate for more voices like that to exist in the contemporary art world so maybe what are what are some seeds of knowledge that you can like um share with the next generation or even your peers who are just can't find their way right now or like what are some what are some things that you can depart tools for the toolkit yeah i think i don't know i think it's important to like lean into each other i think uh that's helped me a lot just like figure out like why do I want to, you know, make what I want to make and, like, um, you know, pursue something that is so, you know, untangible, like, um, you know, it's not like you're getting a month-to-month paycheck or weekly paycheck. Nothing you know what I mean? certain. Yeah, so it's so uncertain. And it's scary, but it's, like, like I don't know, lead into, yeah, lead into those that care for you and that, like, uh, the, like love, love and, like, um, compassion. I don't know. Yeah, because, like, it's, like, it's... Like, it, it's, I don't know, I feel like it's so easy. Uh, and so many of people that I know, like, have you know, suffer from, like, depression and anxiety and, you know, just so many things like that. So it's, like, um, I don't know. Like, it's okay. That's, like, normal to experience these things. Like, I don't know. Uh, and like, so normal. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And we need to normalize that, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's, like, take care of each other. Like, don't... Um, don't like like try not to self isolate. I think it's easy to do so, mm-hmm. but um, that's a good tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think like just making yeah. is really cathartic, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always have to be a finished piece. It doesn't always have to be like yeah. a gallery ready piece. Yeah, like, or like an idea. Like you don't have to have a set idea. Right. Like, at all. I mean, I literally go in sometimes, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna roll out some coils and like. Start pinching something together. Let's see what's going on. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a head sculpture now. And yeah, um, oh, nice. I also think like trying out new new ways of making is really inspirational. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, it doesn't. You don't necessarily have to keep doing that thing. It could just kind of like inform what you like to do. Like like in, like in school, I did like I took some printmaking classes, and I'm like, oh, I could like lithography or. Um, Actually, you took a screen printing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, and I, I took like a foundry class, like learning how to cast with metal. And I'm like, oh, maybe I could like use some different uh, materials with clay. And so now I'm doing like these like piercings for my sculptures. Oh, and, like yeah. I, I literally yeah. just glue a, a rhinestone to a nail mm. and like stick it in yeah. the hole that I had made in my sculpture. And I'm like, oh, that's her lip piercing. Dope. Bam. That's so cool. yeah, I don't know. So just like things that you you don't think are actually gonna go anywhere. I'm like, it's still like. I think it's worth it to try things and just like 
make yeah. even if you don't really feel like it i think you should definitely take breaks yeah but oh, yeah. sometimes rest, rest. <laughs> just getting into the studio and making or not even a studio just drawing or something it might lift your spirits maybe. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah cause i think sometimes too i uh go and like you know if i'm like okay i want to make a big drawing but i you know i have a, i'm really anxious about like how to start it or like where it's gonna go uh, or like the pencils look bad and it's just like just just you can talk just keep, yourself out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. Uh, and, he, that, and then once I start, like, it's like, okay, like, it's going and it's, and it's fun. And it's fun once you start doing it, too. So that's, like, another <laughs> thing to, like, lead into, like, that, the fun aspect of actually making and, like, enjoy. And, like, think about, enjoy it. like, you can put stuff that you're in, that you like in the work. Like, yeah. like I'm like, oh, I like vampires. So I made a little head cup that's like a little vampire. And it doesn't really have to have too much meaning. I'm like, this is just fun. Yeah. Or like I incorporate something like that. Like anything's like supernatural. I'm like so into. And that's like a whole other like conversation. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, oh, like, I can put that like on the hoodie of like one of my mm-hmm. figures or something. And like little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, like does that, does that have like a big meaning or I don't know. So anyway. And maybe it will for you later. Like <laughs> yeah. in like yeah. five years, you'll be like, oh, maybe I do want to like explore like the like supernatural aspects. And like, and I feel like that's something that you you're doing now mm-hmm. yep. and that's yeah. something that like we were into like as teenagers mm-hmm. um so that's also been i don't know interesting too like thinking about like uh past interests and like you know how you know they seem shameful like years later but then like you resurface it and you're like oh wait a second let's unpack that yeah. that's fine too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i know life is a is a vast resource of inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> yeah totally yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, this has been such a great conversation. Yeah. And um, I'd like to end my podcast with a soapbox moment. So <laughs> if you could say one thing to the world, uh, stand up on your platform and speak something out into the interweb, what would you say? It can be political. It can be a gentle sentiment. Just something you want, you want to put out as an offering to the, to the world. Mm-hmm. One from each. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately just thought of fuck the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the song at the end of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, um, I don't know. I think uh, uh, nurture your body. I think uh, that will nurture your mind too. Mm-hmm. Like try to eat things that you also think taste good. Um, and also like yeah that have nutrients in it mm-hmm. and like try to eat regularly and like drink water um, I think that helps that helps uh, to make too <sighs> yeah yeah I love that you guys got both ends of <laughs> yeah. the spectrum yeah. 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 very holistic yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having us here. This is yeah. really special to like know you and also to share this with you. I know. I feel so lucky that we got to be around each other at the same time at the Bray. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look forward to the rest of our friendship over the years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>